Welcome back to Game Dice. This is episode 11 being recorded on Tuesday, the 25th of August 2020. Make sure to follow at the Game Dice for all the latest news, of course. But wow, we've got a lot to cover in this episode. A lot of stuff on Call of Duty, maps, weapons. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, there's so much. Oh, there's a lot. There's definitely a lot to cover. Yeah, we need to get through all of that. But there's other stuff too. I've got a couple of quick things about Bomberman. Yeah, Bomberman. As well as the Epic versus Apple battle that's kind of going on, or at least kind of was going on. It's not really happening so much now. But it was, and it's got a conclusion, so we'll be digging into that as well. So make sure to stick around for that. And without any more interruptions, let's move in to the first topic on our agenda. Okay, so let's get into some of the quicker stuff first of all. And in case you didn't know, Marvel Avengers is releasing at some point very soon. September 4th for most people, but if you pre-order one of the special editions, you will get it 72 hours early. And of course, that includes Stadia. So if you bought either the PlayStation Store exclusive digital edition, the deluxe edition, the Earth Mightiest edition, (laughs) you'll notice a pattern here, lots of different editions. It's kind of ridiculous. But this is the the landscape of gaming right now. So if you buy any one of those editions, you'll get the 72-hour early access, which is rolling out on September 1st, usually midnight. Um, And of course, for Stadia, that is uh, actually September 1st, 9 a.m. Pacific time, I think. PDT, probably. So, yeah, there's that. In other news, though, (laughs) <laughs> and yeah i i love this like seriously i i uh i got so happy when this was announced bomberman r which is coming to stadia in case you you didn't know it is it will be available from september 1st for stadia pro users who will get indefinite free access to the base game now this is awesome right because that basically means that if you have pro you can just play the game for free forever basically but There's some limitations, of course. So from September 1st to November 30th, Stadia Pro users will be able to claim the premium edition. So, which is the base game and a pack, which is uh, £10. Um, And they'll get it for no cost, and they can keep it forever. (laughs) After November 30th, though, Stadia Pro users can buy the premium pack add-on, which is £10, and will provide the same content as the premium edition bundle. So that's all kind of really cool. I love Bomberman, and I know that there's some people out there that are listening that do too. It's coming to Stadia. So that's great, in my opinion. Um, I can't wait to play this uh, with people. This is going to be super fun. Uh, there's there's lots to this game. Like I've not really covered this super in-depth, but there's so much to this game. Like I know that I kind of... Uh, spoke about it a little bit like in one of the earlier episodes but this is yeah this looks awesome there's a there's a new trailer as well Uh, uh, yeah I'm pretty hyped for this game for sure but with all that out the way now let's move on to Call of Duty okay so Call of Duty this we've got a fair bit to cover here uh, because I've may or may not have missed an episode or something so, according to Dextro, Dextro is basically like a 
kind of like a Charlie Intel competitor. They have a lot of uh, uh, quote-unquote insider information when it comes to Call of Duty. And today is no exception. So basically they said that Black Ops Cold War will feature the quote-unquote same skill-based matchmaking as Modern Warfare, according to an insider with previously accurate reports. Interesting. This is interesting. Because, uh, uh, God, you know, I've, I've honestly, I've tried to record this so many times uh, just because skill-based matchmaking is really divisive in the Call of Duty community. It's, it literally splits it right down the middle. And on the one hand, you've got good players, and on the one hand, you've got basically everybody else. <laughs> and everybody else is usually for skill-based matchmaking, and the good players are usually against it. And, you know, there's arguments for and against, uh, and, like, some of the arguments against skill-based matchmaking are that if you're a good player, you're going to be put into lobbies with other good players, and everybody's basically going to be a, a try-hard, right? Everybody's going to be using the best guns in the game, you're not going to be able to use variety or swap or anything, or you know, switch up your playstyle, you can only go with what's the best way to do it. And that kind of gets repetitive and a little bit tedious. But some of the arguments for it being that it levels the playing field. You know, it allows everybody to have a chance to be good and to get better at a good pace, rather than just jumping into a lobby and just being completely crushed by streaks and whatever. So there's there's lots of arguments for and against it. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself just because... This is such a big topic. I could literally be here all day going in and out, in and out. Just constantly going through for and against and kind of working through them and stuff. And, uh, you know, I I tried to do that, but it just, it's quite long-winded and it's it's just not worth it. So I I recommend that you look into it. Uh, Skill-based matchmaking, for those who don't know, is basically the game takes... A number of things from your account so it could be your kill death ratio it could be your score per minute it could be your last five games in terms of performance and it will use that information to try and match you with other players who have a similar statistical information on your account so that's how it works and yeah it's 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 one of the, it's one of those things and of course uh popular like super youtubers or whatever uh, saying that they hate it, they're not going to buy it, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, YouTubers are going to dislike it because, you know, YouTubers like to get into lobbies where they can basically just dominate it and make every, make themselves look good. So if they get into lobbies with other really good players, that doesn't make them look very good. So they don't usually like that. But, I mean, I obviously don't care about that because... It's, it's not my living, so it doesn't matter. I suppose it's their job, though. It's up to them. So we'll have to see how that play, plays out. Maybe I'll um, dig into that in another episode, maybe. Uh, but for now, that's that. So, in case you didn't know, the whole Easter egg-type uh, reveal for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has been complete. The YouTubers Dalek and Noah and others have basically solved all the easter eggs, cracked all the ciphers and all this kind of crap. I'm just kind of sitting here thinking, wow, this is such a massive, like, pile of bull**** 
why is this reveal like this? And it's really late as well. We're not going to see the game until practically September, which is is like, what, two months before the game comes out, if it comes out in November? If it comes out in October, it's a month or less. Jeez. It's just getting later and later, you know? I don't know if this is, like, something that they're just doing this year just because of the troubled development of this game. Or maybe it's something that this is the way they're going to do it from now on. I don't know. We'll have to see. But, of course, that's not all. (laughs) Obviously. So there's a reveal on the 26th of August. As you know, I'm recording this on the 25th. It's tomorrow, basically. So there's that. And, of course, I'll be covering that in an episode. But another reveal is going to be happening on the 27th at Gamescom, and apparently it's a world premiere, Uh, it's gonna show something, (laughs) world premiere usually, you know, implies that it's not been seen before, so you'd think there'd be more to see, because obviously they're showing stuff that they haven't shown before, they're revealing it the day before, so obviously they're gonna show something, well, apparently they will, but it won't be multiplayer. So, again, according to Charlie Intel, we'll be seeing a multiplayer reveal on September 9th, which is interesting. The 9th of September, that's like more than a week later. It's an odd date to pick, but apparently they're also quoting the release date according to uh, a leak that the game will be releasing on November 13th. Uh, Yeah, it's right in line with the usual release schedule. So, yeah, they're definitely revealing it late, especially when it comes to multiplayer. They're really, uh... really revealing it late. But that is not all. There's even more. (laughs) Yeah, I told you there's going to be a lot to get through. So, apparently, according to another... Uh, Call of Duty leak rumor Twitter page. This one, this time, is uh, Intel Call of Duty. Or, or, what is it, like, CDL Intel? Yeah, no, they're all Intel, <laughs> for some reason. Anyway, so, apparently, which uh, this person was lucky enough to see some footage. Okay, now this is a bold claim. And they're claiming that Dead Silence is now a perk. So that's a thing. They're saying that EKIA returns from Black Ops 4. So if you put some bullets in somebody and somebody else gets the kill, you get the kill too. That's how that works. A great system, in my opinion. The minimap is now back to standard, which would make a lot of people really happy. You still have 150 health. This is a change that Black Ops 4 made that is only in Black Ops 4. And it's only in there for a reason, because it sucks. But... Apparently it's coming back, uh, but the time to kill is faster than Black Ops 4. So in Black Ops 4, the time to kill is one of the slowest in any Call of Duty game. Like, it's genuinely really slow. A YouTuber Exclusive Ace did a breakdown, quite an in-depth break, of the time to kill in Call of Duty games. And Black Ops 4 was one of the slowest ones. Big surprise. So this time, they're making it faster. And that's good to me. I like a faster time to kill. Because I like, you know, if I do the work and I get around people, I want to be able to be rewarded with that triple or that quad or, you know, whatever. Whatever. Because I've flanked them. I've done that. You know, that's my work that I put in and that's my reward to get out of it. 
So that's good. And the fact that the minimap is the same means that you can now sneak up on people. Of course you can in Modern Warfare, but not in Black Ops 4 because of the crappy way they did the minimap and stuff. So, yeah, there's all of that. And the fact that Dead Silence coming back as a perk is going to make a lot of people really happy. (laughs) So, there's that. But there's even more. Like, seriously, there's even more. (laughs) So... Let's start digging into this because Charlie Intel dumped a load of info. So let's start going through this. So the health is 150. We know that. Fast time to kill. Auto health generation. We know that already. Um, I mentioned that in a previous episode. They say that it has strong skill-based matchmaking. Again, you know, take that for what it is. Uh, Normal minimap. Dead silence is a perk. Field upgrades are back. Next one is two maps that are known. One of them is Miami Club, and another is a Desert Open map, uh, apparently. I, I don't know. It's very vague. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It just, yeah, it's very vague. Ground War is making a return. We already know this. I mentioned this again in a previous episode. And yes, I'm going to say that every time, because I did, and I want the credit for it. <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, yeah. Um, so, score streaks are returning. So, sometimes, well, with Call of Duty of the past, you get five kills and then you get your score streak. So, it used to be kills, then it moved to score, uh, and it's, it seems to be staying at score streaks for now. Some known score streaks are the UAV, VTOL, Chopper Gunner, Cruise Missile, uh, Napalm Strike, and an Artillery Strike. So these sound kind of interesting. The napalm strike is slightly concerning. That could be really annoying. Kind of like, um, what is it? That kind of poison mist that you can call in in Modern Warfare. Oh, that's no fun. That is not fun. Um, yeah, so interesting, interesting. Apparently, though, the score streaks work with a kind of multiplier. I don't know how this works. It, again, like I said, it's very vague. It doesn't go into any type of details. But... You know, there's the information. There's no specialists. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's some confirmed guns. And for the ARs, we have M16A2 and AK5. SMGs, an Uzi-style gun. The MP5 and AK47U. Additionals are Type 63. Uh, the uh, Stoner 63. Uh, type 15, uh, Colt Commando. And for snipers, the M40. Interesting, interesting. So loadouts and attachments, uh, a little bit here as well. Uh, Simple to Black Ops 4, not as many options as Modern Warfare, which I can get behind. (laughs) I think with Modern Warfare, I think it's really awesome that there's so many attachments, but sometimes it can be really overwhelming, especially if you don't know the system. You jump into it and each gun has like... A hundred different attachments. I'm not exaggerating. Like, you literally go in, you can change the stock, and there's, like, 15 different stocks, and there's, like, 10 different barrels, and uh, it's a little bit overwhelming, in my honest opinion. So, it's nice that they're kind of taking it back to simple. I hope it's a pick 10 system, but we'll see. I've heard that it's not. Actually, yeah, I've just looked. This is (laughs) the next thing on the list. There's, like, a hybrid pick 10 and Modern Warfare style, where you still get five attachments on all guns. So, that's interesting. I'm not really sure how that's going to work. Because usually with Pick 10, 
So how it works is you've got a class, and this is for anybody who may be listening, it may not really be into Call of Duty or maybe doesn't know. For pick 10, you basically, uh, you, you have a class, right? And it's empty. And you've got 10 points to fill that class. And each item that you put on there, it takes up a point. So you put your main gun on there, that's one point. A sight on there, that's one point. That's two so far. You put extended mags and a stock on there. That's another two points. You know, that's four points. So then you've got like six points. And you're going to use three for your perks, that's nine. And then you've got maybe one more for your secondary. And obviously you can sacrifice your secondary maybe for another attachment on your primary. Maybe take another perk off and add a second perk, you know, to tier one or something. And you can kind of customize the system the way you want. It offers a lot of freedom. But in Modern Warfare, it doesn't quite work that way, unfortunately. But it seems like they're kind of doing this hybrid thing right now. Uh, And I'm not really sure that's going to work. So, yeah, the usual. Let's see how it goes. And apparently there's three perks, one that can add extra attachments, apparently. Now, now, when they say three perks, I don't think there's only going to be three actual perks in the game. I think there's obviously going to be more. I think they mean three tiers of perks. So like tier one, tier two, and tier three is very common in Call of Duty. So I think that's probably what they're talking about here. I, You know, I don't think there's only three perks, because if you count it, one that can add extra attachments, that's one. And in Dead Silence, we know it's confirmed it's two. That means there's only going to be one other perk. <laughs> Again, I don't think that's the case. I think they mean three tiers. So, all of that to say, we're getting closer and closer to Black Ops Cold War. The reveal has been done, and tomorrow will be the official reveal. And then, of course, the day after uh, will be the Gamescom reveal. So... Oh yeah, things are uh, things are moving. Keep it tuned to this space. I will definitely be watching this game. And obviously I'll be doing an episode on Friday to cover everything that happens over the next couple of days. So yeah, with that said. Okay, so in the last episode I talked about Epic suing Apple. Uh, in case you weren't aware as a catch-up, Epic actually pushed an update to their app on both Google Play and the Apple App Store, and they basically allowed people who use the app to buy the in-game currency of Fortnite directly from Epic rather than going through the App Store and the Google Play Store. And of course that violates the terms and conditions, and so the, the game was pulled from both stores. Just hours later, Epic sues Apple. What a coincidence that they had a lawsuit ready to go and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It really is. So, yeah. So, that's what they did. But, now, there's been something else. After that, Apple basically, obviously, they pulled the game. And then they said that Epic cannot use the Unreal Engine on their platform. Which was pretty extreme, I'm not going to lie, that was pretty extreme, especially because, you know, Epic aren't the only ones that use that, it's their engine, but, like, lots of developers use the Unreal Engine, and so to block all those games, like, that's crazy, that's really crazy, that's like killing a housefly with a grenade, you know, like, what the hell, 
So, of course, that was included in the uh, in the court thing. So, there was a, a judge ruling that said that Apple cannot block Epic's Unreal Engine from their platform because that would cause havoc, obviously, uh, but also that it would also like affect other developers. But the judge said, and this is, of course, Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers, I hope I said that right. Um, That she said that Epic had not demonstrated that Apple's actions so far have caused irreparable harm, which is a quote, uh, that it claimed in its legal papers. Which is, of course, it makes perfect sense. It's completely ridiculous to make that kind of claim. So she said that Apple can continue to block Fortnite, but not the Unreal Engine. So that's basically the ruling. And of course, you know, you gotta... A lot of people will take Epic's stance on this for some reason, even though it just it doesn't make sense. But I've seen, you know, YouTubers and they're like, oh, this is disgusting and stuff like that. Obviously, they don't know what they're talking about. They haven't done their research. They're just... Uh, they don't understand the process. If you sign up like, let's say I go and make a developer account for Apple, right, today. I have to sign a terms of service, right? I have to say, yes, I agree to these terms. And obviously, it's going to stay in there. A 30% cut comes from the App Store, but in that purchases. And that is for everybody. There are no exceptions. And, you know, you have to, uh, you really have to understand that. You can't just sign it and then do whatever you want because that's not right you sign it and you agree to those terms and that is what epic did they signed the terms of service and they agreed to it and they knew what they were getting themselves into it's not as if apple just were like oh well tomorrow we're going to start taking 30 percent cut like it doesn't work like that you know they've always done it it's standard everybody does it even google um so it doesn't make sense epic just kind of had this lawsuit that was just basically a load of crap I just, I don't understand, you know, I, I honestly, I don't get it, now there is one thing that I don't understand from Apple's point of view, they have blocked Stadia, and they have also blocked Microsoft's xCloud gaming platform, I don't understand why they've done that, and that's kind of dodgy, because Apple of course have their own subscription based gaming service, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's in that kind of, uh, that's a bit suspicious kind of realm, but for this, I can understand when it comes to Epic. Because Epic decided to breach the terms of agreement that they agreed to. So it's their fault. If they wanted some other type of number, they should have negotiated that ahead of time. But they wouldn't have been given it because everybody gets the same playing field. It's leveled out. So that's just how it works. So... It's interesting that it's come to that. I mean, it's no surprise. <laughs> I kind of knew that this was going to be the ruling anyway. Uh, I think I think I mentioned it in my in my previous episode. I think I said that there's no way this is going to go through. Big surprise. There's no way it was going to go through. So that's that's the update for that. And that basically wraps it up. So thanks everybody for listening, especially you. You know who you are. I will uh keep you updated with everything Call of Duty. Anything that happens, you bet I'll be covering it. Yeah, 
that's going to be kind of interesting. I, you know, I'm still thinking about that Bomberman. I'm, I'm like doing this out and I'm like, oh, Bomberman. <laughs> I can't help it. Anyway, yeah, thank you. Make sure to follow out the game, guys, and I will see you in the next one.